This is episode number 21 and today I'm talking about how we can stop caring about what other people think and dealing with judgment. Welcome along to the DressageRiderTraining.com podcast. I'm Nicholas Smith and in each episode I'll bring you an educational or inspiring message to help you unlock your true potential as a dressage athlete. Are you ready? Let's get into it. The world of dressage and horses in general and just basically life has a lot of people with opinions and strong ones. Here's the thing, someone once sent this to me and it's just as everyone has a mouth, everyone has an opinion. If you ask for someone's opinion, be prepared to have it thrown up on you. Be prepared for the good, the bad and the ugly because you asked. So how do we care about us worrying about other people's opinions? You simply don't ask. What someone thinks of you is none of your business. Now I'm not saying we don't ever ask for opinions. There is a time and a place. The key is to choose who you ask and why you ask them. The problem lies when we let other people's opinions worry about what other people think hold us back from getting out there and just doing it. Now sometimes people do throw their opinions at you when you don't ask. So we're going to get into that. But for now, start to choose about whose opinion you ask. If you go around asking for everyone's opinion, you'll become very confused and you'll get some good advice and some bad advice. Instead, ask for people's opinions who are walking the path. Those people who you admire, who you trust, who are out there doing it and making it happen. In dressage, we're trotting down a centre line and we're asking for someone's opinion on how our training has been going at this level. We've paid to enter into the show to get a trusted and experienced person's opinion in the judge. So in that time and place, that opinion matters. And that is the time where you take the feedback and you grow from it, no matter whether it was good or whether it was bad. And as hard as this is, you have to remind yourself whose opinion matters and to shut down the voice in your head who is worrying about what other people think. Because like I said, what somebody else thinks of you is none of your business. And this this is a skill you need to learn to practice and you need to let go of worrying about what other people think. I am certainly not immune to this. Putting myself out there every day and online, I care. The problem is I care far too much about what people think, but at the same time, I equally don't care because I care more about helping people and more about achieving my dreams and my goals. You see, you have to prioritize those thoughts because you'll always have them streaming in. The key is to have a strong enough focus so you don't let them overwhelm you. I've learned to pop those thoughts on mute and stay true to my goals and what I want to achieve. And when I have questions or doubt, I look for the resources that are going to help me improve where I need to improve. It takes practice, and I really don't think anyone is immune, but it's about some simple strategies that can help you get there. The first thing I always try to remind myself if I get into a spiral of worrying about things, 
So remember to remind yourself that goals are important. Remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing and what your goal is. So putting pen to paper. If your goal is just to head out to a competition and arrive safely back home on the other side, then that's what you focus on. Nothing else and enjoy making that happen. Enjoy being out there and giving it a go. Learn from the experience and build upon it. The more you just get out there and do it, the more confidence you gain, the more experience you and your horse will gain together and the better the two of you will enjoy yourselves. Sometimes chasing your goals is really scary, but the truth is facing those fears is what help us grow and everything we want usually is on the other side of the fear. So embrace being uncomfortable because this is where the magic happens. So set goals that are unique to you. You might not be into competitions. Your goal might be that you simply want to get into a consistent routine in riding your horse and you want to be able to feel confident in riding it. So you break that down. The first step might be simply tacking up, getting yourself ready, getting in the saddle, turning up on the day and making it happen. Not staying inside, letting all the thoughts overwhelm you of what could go wrong. Small, simple steps of how you're going to achieve it and goals that are right for you. The second point is remember, it's all about your journey. My point is about getting the journey that sits right for you. Too often we let fear get in the way and we don't want this, oh, I don't want this to happen to you. I want you to have thrive. I want you to enjoy your riding and most importantly, have fun along the way. Too many people aren't doing what makes them happy and they're just worried about everything or complaining about everything. But life is so short and if your goal is to enjoy your riding even more, then set goals that are going to help you do that. Your goal is to be the best dressage rider that you can be, then you have to be brave and you have to get out there and embrace that uncomfortable. So read books, get great instructors who are out there doing it, search out the knowledge, get advice and opinions from those that are on the journey and doing it, no matter where you're at. Then get on the road and work your path to success. Surround yourself with people that you can use to help you get there and only listen to those opinions that that matter and only that there's another saying, don't take advice from, from, don't take criticisms from somebody who you wouldn't get advice from. So the same thing, if you worry about why everybody's criticizing you, then let that go because the same person that you want to get advice from and to get motivation from is that same person that you want to get specific feedback and um, ways that you can improve. And so ignore all of the rest and only get the good and the bad feedback from somebody you trust. It can be way too easy to get stuck and stop growing because of the fear of what other people think. We let that fear stop us going out there and competing because you fear you aren't good enough or you fear what other people are saying. Those people that matter are saying how awesome it is that you're out and about. Those people that matter, that support you and are on your team, they don't care of the result. They care that you're out there and you're making it happen. 
Those people that matter will support you and they'll surround you with what you need to help you on your journey. So make sure you choose those people that do support you and you avoid those that don't. Sometimes we can't avoid everybody, but I like the saying, build a bubble and just only let those people in that are going to support you along your goals. Remember, everybody has an opinion. The key is to surround yourself with people who will support you and encourage you on your journey. Those that have positive things to say and get the negative feedback from the people that you trust and the same similar people that you're getting the other feedback from. Make the journey one that you love and enjoy every minute with your amazing horse building that relationship because at the end of the day, that is what truly matters. It's your journey and only yours. So it's about making sure that you get everything in that's going to help you support you along the way. Another thing to think about is that it's not about perfection. I've always liked, disliked the word perfection for many reasons. One of the main things is that I see it holding people back. I am so far from perfection, it's not funny. From my terrible spelling through to my work getting in the way of my writing, through my bad habits holding me back in the saddle. But the key is, I'm aware of these things. And I'm using them to help me to develop strategies to overcome them and working on myself so that I'm improving myself so I can improve my goals, my training to get to where I want to be. No one is perfect and it's a dangerous word that stands in the way of people experiencing life and going out there and living it. Dressage is one of those sports where we are aiming for perfection but the truth is if you wait until things are perfect you're missing out on all the growth that you achieve along the way. Things will never be perfect. You should instead be focusing on training your horse in a correct and sustainable way that's right for your journey and developing your relationship with your horse and going on your journey together. As much as you focus on your horse's training, you should be focusing on your riding training building your knowledge, your education and your experience to help you gain confidence, help to build an understanding of your body, to build wellness, an understanding of the balance on the body so that you are feeling an optimal condition so that you can turn up and ride your horse well. It doesn't come from waiting till perfection. This comes through a sustainable time in the saddle, gathering information to help you along the way. Nothing in life is perfect and if we have to make mistakes in order for ourselves to grow from them. If you wait until things are perfect, you're missing out on all the greatness that comes through failure because every failure is a learning opportunity and one step closer towards your goal. So don't be afraid to try and fail. In fact, expect it because the obstacle is the way and the obstacle and the failure is your education And it's on the other side of that that you become stronger and you work towards going towards the next step. Every successful person has failed and has been far from perfect on their journey. The key is moving forward and to keep participating and to keep working towards your goals. If you don't know what you don't know and your horse you have right now is your, your biggest and best teacher in the entire world. So listen to them. Grow with them and surround yourself with people who can help you develop into the rider you want to become. You have the power to do amazing things, but the key is to not let perfection get in the way. The key is to get out there, put in the work and to make it happen. 
when it comes to dealing with judgment and horse, I don't like to segregate it, but when we are in the horsey world, we're in our horsey world and that's where we spend a lot of our world. So it can seem like it's a very judgmental place, but judgment is everywhere. And I think the what you see is, um, what you focus on is what you see. And what I see within the horsey world is so much positivity and lots of people supporting one another. But at the same time, there is judgment and there is people being um, criticising and there's a lot of people complaining, but I choose not to focus on that. There's always both sides of everything and so there will always be people complaining, there will always be people criticising, there will always be people grumpy, (laughs) there will always be people with an opinion. That's just life. And so when it comes to dealing with that sort of judgment, it's about making sure that you are strong in what you are trying to achieve. Because as humans, it's really natural to observe and to pass an opinion on what you're observing. This is judgment to some degree. And now this opinion could have a negative response or a positive response. And the the key is for you to think about, to not to be thinking about what other people are saying or what are doing, because you have absolutely no control over these things. Within your world and within what you do around your riding, achieving your goals, there are things that you can control. It's your work ethics, it's how hard you work, and it's your response to obstacles, it's your response to um, failures that come along the way, it's your response to people's judgment. There is not much that you have full control over, but if you focus on everything that you have no control over, you can spiral out of control. So when it comes to people's judgment, you can't control what people are going to say, all you can control is your response to it. And often when it comes to people being very critical and complaining, it's often more of a reflection of what's going on in their world and not what's going on in your world. So when you have these negative responses and you have critics and you have people passing judgment, and if that's what you're focusing on, first you have to learn to let go of it and to not let it affect you. Second, taking a big deep breath Give yourself 10 seconds, so don't be reactive. The key is to be, to pause and be proactive. So it's when we're reactive and we get very hurt within those 10 seconds, but if you hear somebody say something, give yourself 10 seconds, take a breath, and then take control of your response to that situation. And try not to take the bait. So to overcome that feeling when we often are fearing what other people are thinking, it's often the fear of judgment. We first need to look at ourselves and how we see things. When it comes to people, when it comes to fearing, more often than not, what we fear is an actual mirror of ourselves. So to overcome fear of judgment, we must first look at ourselves and how we see things. You must become aware of your own judgment And as as uncomfortable as this is, you need to learn to overcome your natural tendency to be negative as well and to judge others. And instead, start to be positive towards them. Start to encourage people. Start to be that shining light that is out there encouraging people doing what they love and encouraging them to continue on their path and chase their goals. 
Start first by keeping your negative thoughts to yourself. Pause and instead rewire yourself to make positive statements out loud. Anytime you feel you're making a negative statement, mute it. Give yourself 10 seconds, breathe, and then think about a way that you can be supportive and kind. There is always a way that you can be supportive and kind. And when we think about coming from this mindset, you can then start to show, start to focus more on that. And that's when you'll start to see more of that as well. The key is to begin also by being kinder to yourself. If you're constantly criticizing yourself, you're constantly being down on yourself and you're feeding yourself with all this negative judgment, that's also what you're going to see from everything around you and what you're going to see from everybody else. But if you instead you start backing yourself, you start chasing your goals, you start getting out there doing it, you start being your number one supporter and you start to get the advice from the right people and you build the right people in your team, you'll start to deflect the negativity and you'll start to be able to build more support around you, even if most of that support is internal. Horse sport, dressage is a judgmental sport. That's what it's about because we are being judged when we go down a centre line. The key is to leave the actual judging to the judges and as a rider, become a cheerleader instead. So don't worry about those negative people. You yourself work on yourself and the more you, stronger you'll be, the stronger you'll be able to build your bubble and you'll be able to not allow negativity to come into you. So be a positive and supportive person within your sport, within your environment, with everything that's around you and start to get involved with the sport. And if you feel you aren't currently, then start to think about ways that you can build more of a support team around you. When we stop and focus on our own thought patterns, we can start to notice our own judgments happen. When we start to do this, we can recognize the behavior within ourselves, and this is when we can begin to let go of the worry of what other people are thinking. The more and more you work on this, and the more you become aware of this, the more you'll notice how actually the sport is filled with amazing, generous, hardworking, and awesome people. And you'll just start to see more and more of that. The more you change your internal world, the more you'll see that in your external world. So the other thing then to finish off is to think about how you can start to create your own successes. Because when it comes to your entire journey, competitions are a great place to measure training progress, but you may not be out competing. And this can be your training is very different to the next person's training. So it's about making sure that you give insight to yourself on what's going to be important along your goals. Before you, if competing is your thing, it can give you a great insight into what needs improving and how you stack up against others. However, before you head to a competition, I believe it's important for you to set your own goals and outcomes that you want to achieve and be proud of. You see, if you solely rely on the score and the ribbon as your measure, then you may end up disheartened if you only use that as your measure of success. See, dressage is made up of a variety of different people. Those that are doing it for a living, those that are doing it for the best of their abilities, those that are juggling other life commitments. And there are those that have purpose-bred dressage horses and those that have brought their trusting hacky steed into the dressage world. So when you enter a competition, 
you only need to care about your placing. Often all your hard work can be overshadowed if you focus on other things. Every result is an opportunity to learn the good, the bad and the ugly. Often if we have a bad show, we can have our best learning experience and our biggest breakthroughs in our training. It's our failures that make us grow and make us stronger, and it's our failures that help us succeed. Every successful rider will have their share of stories to tell about their bad days, their epic fails, the horses that they've learnt the most on, the horses that were the easier to ride, the horses that they could never compete, and the horses that they could get out and compete and win. You have to go through all the experiences to get success on the other side. I certainly have a variety of horses. I've got a hot, spicy man. She can enter a dressage test and achieve an eight and a nine and then quickly get tense and drop down to a four or a five. If I only focused on my final score, I'd be forever annoyed with our progress. Then I can have my younger horse and he's just building his strength. And it's about building our strength together, our journey, exposing them to those environments and building our confidence together. So it's about lots of low-key days, building his confidence, building our experience together. I have no expectations for him. I have no expectations when I turn up to any event, let alone not just for him. Because when we have expectations, we set ourselves up for we set ourselves up to feel deflated and annoyed if we don't exceed our expectations. Everything from the trip there to writing the test to the trip home is an experience and my goal from every experience with my young horse is that it's positive for him and he is happy and I see every horse is different and every horse can create a different learning opportunity. If you don't have expectations you'll never be disappointed. This applies to life in general not just in horses. However I have standards and I have goals and milestones that I'm trying to achieve but I don't expect something to be straightforward and then get really annoyed when it don't. Some, this is a very much a Tony Robbins quote about don't, not having expectations. And instead I focus on measurable milestones that are appropriate to me and my horse and daily actions that can help me achieve them. It is then that I'll start to see shifts in our training and this is where I'll start to create the progress that we're wanting to make. By setting my own benchmarks and milestones, you can start to create experiences that you can enjoy no matter the outcome. Then you'll find yourself, then you can find yourself in a field of the best riders and be grateful that this is a great measure of where you're at in your training standards. Improve because of the experience, not because of your placing. But if you've placed well, that's even better. So make it a priority that each and every show you celebrate not only your achievements but others too. You aren't, if you aren't ready for big shows or enter ribbon day and have fun days out, go out hacking and build your confidence and your mileage with your horse. Every experience is a place to grow, not just competing. And like I said, if competing isn't your thing, that's great. Find what is and build milestones that are appropriate to you. If your goal is to be getting out and riding three or four times a week in confidence and being able to walk, trot and canter, then break that down into small measurable steps of turning up first, tacking the horse up, taking the horse out to the arena, the paddock, wherever you're riding, hopping on the horse and starting with a five minute walk. 
then if that's your goal, your milestone, you just achieve that, then you can take the horse back and you can finish. Then turn up the next day and the next day and achieve those small measurable steps that are appropriate for you. Every successful has a story, successful journey has a story of hard work and obstacles they have to overcome. And you are no different. So persevere and set goals that are achievable for you and create experiences for you and your horse that have positive outcomes and experience for you both. It's all about using this approach to help you get to where you want to be, to avoid the judgment, stick with your goals and to have success along the way. When we start focusing purely on what other people are thinking, then we can be paralysed by moving forward and not being able to move forward. So the, the key is to stop caring about what other people think. And like I said, just as everyone has a mouth, everyone has opinion. But the stronger you are focused on your goals, the stronger you're focused on your, your own journey, and the stronger you're focused on your internal world, so your mental health, your keeping yourself mind fit, set, keeping yourself focused. If you feed your mind with negativity and you're constantly feeding it all the time, that is all you'll see. But if you're constantly filling yourself with things that make yourself grow, become stronger, reading books, being careful about watching what you're watching, careful about what you're reading staying on task with your goals, getting advice from trainers and coaches that are supporting you along the way. This is when you become mentally stronger, more confident, your internal world becomes stronger and you can start to see more of that in your external world. So I hope that helps and I hope you found this useful. I really just truly do want you to shine out there and do do more of what you love that's what it's all about and like I said you don't have to be out there competing if what you love is simply being able to ride a couple of times a week feel confident and feel safe then that is awesome do more of that build that mental health alongside your physical health so that you can keep doing more of what you love and if you start to feel yourself noticing on the negative judgments worrying about what other people think seeing lots of negativity start with yourself first think about who you're surrounding yourself with and start to think about how you can change your external world to improve your internal world and both of those will start to reflect one another that's it for this episode if you found it helpful make sure you download my free guide at dressageridertraining.com It will help you get started on your journey to becoming the best writer you can be. If you know others who might like the show, please do share this with them. My goal is to help others enjoy their writing even more by taking care of themselves as much as they do their horses. And finally, if you have time to give this podcast review, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.